You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. In honor of Mother's Day, we thought it would be fun to share about things that we hope our kids learn from us. So we're going to just go back and forth and talk about some things that we really hope our kids learn from us before they leave our houses, from the serious to the silly. But before we get started, let's check in with what's going on around the neighborhood for you. I wanted to share that just recently, Chris and I had an awesome day date to plan summer. Ooh, this is a great idea. Oh, this worked so well. So I, you know, have lots of plans and thoughts and love to organize. And I think I can do a great job planning summer. But what can happen is I can get overwhelmed okay. with so many choices. Like and I, yeah, and I get very focused on like wanting it to be the most perfectly efficient, right, you know, all right. those things and then can get overwhelmed about how much we're going to spend and all that stuff. So bringing Chris in and both of us using our strengths Mm -hmm. just helps so much. I feel like he is so great about kind of cutting through the overwhelm and boiling it down to like what matters or this seems like this would really work well for our family. Like looking at the finances with me, like here's a budget. So you do whatever within that budget. Mm -hmm. So that was just so great. And I just, I love having his buy-in too, of yeah. course. It's also his summer. Yeah. And so you can help plan. Yes. Yeah. And I think I can get carried away with maybe uh, making too much of a schedule for uh-huh. things. And he's good about like, you know, we don't have to have something planned every single week. Right. So that was really good. And then also part of that is I did summer shopping for myself and the kids. Once we had our budgets, just filled up online shopping carts and just got all the summer clothes love that it. everyone needed. One and done. One fell swoop. I love that. So I'm feeling pretty ready for summer. Also, for those of you who are listening to this and going, it's fine. Just give your kids popsicles and free reign in the backyard. No, no. We live in the desert of Arizona. Yes. This is not the time to be sending them outside to play. No. I mean, the most we can do when it gets real hot is go in the pool, but that is not an unsupervised activity either. Right. So we have to plan the summer or we will lose our minds. Got to have a good plan. (laughs) So yeah, I'm feeling good about that. If you can send your kids out in the backyard with a hose and a popsicle, more power to you. Yes. You do not have to plan anything by any means. This is a very unsexy bedroom update. (laughs) Here for it. Here for it. Um, I just need you to know that I added a mattress topper to my mattress, like a memory foam. Okay. Cooling four inch situation. Sounds like it could be sexy. I mean... I guess. It's magical. Really? The sleep I am getting. Really? It is just like, oh my gosh. So here's the deal. This was on our, I had originally gotten this for our other bed before we moved it into the guest room. Mm -hmm. And it was because that mattress was like really soft. And I just like, well, let's just add a little more substance to it. And it's Mm -hmm. probably fine. But it had kind of outlived its um, every night use. You know, it was still in really good shape and stuff, but not for like every night two people sleeping on it. So I thought that was going to be great. Meanwhile, everyone's been raving about our guest mattress (laughs) because of that topper. And I'm like, okay, we don't have any guests coming for quite a while. What if we move that? Because it's not very old at all. I'm like, what if we move that back onto our other mattress in our bedroom now? Because Mm -hmm. that one's firmer. So it's like the perfect mix of cushy on top, but supportive underneath. That sounds great. It is. I think I want that. I'm, I'm not kidding you when I say that I am finding reasons to be in my bed <laughs> like last night Jared, the kids went to bed we were talking about watching a show and he's like oh, i'm really tired maybe just one of the show that we're watching and i'm like do you want to watch it upstairs <laughs> like i just really want to be in my bed i so, love that it's lovely okay we will link to that in the show notes yeah. because i also want the link 
Okay, let's kick it off with the first thing that you hope your kids learn from you as their mom in no particular order of importance. Okay, yes, and I think we both approach this the same way. There are so many things we want our kids to learn from us. I just went with my gut with the top five things. Yeah, like if nothing else, what are the first things I think of? Yes, I think so. And this could definitely be another episode, maybe a future one to share more things. Mm -hmm. But here's what I came up with. Here's what I'm going with. My first one is to be comfortable traveling to new places. Oh, I love that. I love to travel and I think it is such an important experience to have for anyone who is able to. I think traveling shows you both how big the world is, like all the different places to see, how different people live, and shows you how small the world is. You realize that even in a very different place, you can get the hang of how to get around, find things to eat, find things in common with new people, or like figure out how to communicate even if you speak different Mm -hmm. languages. So I just really, really love that. I think traveling also brings you so much perspective on yourself and your own life that you bring back. And I just think that is invaluable. So that was something that I feel like my parents taught my sister and me. They took us on a few bigger trips before Mm -hmm. I graduated high school and going to New York, to Philadelphia, like these really big cities. And then a trip to Europe that we took were just really impactful. And I think empowered me to want to travel. Showed you how to do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so in terms of how I like... In terms of how I feel like we're actively teaching our kids that, we definitely try to travel to new places as often as we can afford it. Mm -hmm. And as they get older, I definitely want to do a couple of international trips or as many as we're able to do Mm -hmm. with the whole family before Dash leaves for college. I love that. Okay, my first one is to know and care for themselves first and foremost, tenderly from watching me do the same. Mm. I, I think a lot of women especially learn how to care for themselves from the other angle, Mm. from not necessarily being provided that role model of someone who took care of themselves or put their needs, you know, up up high on the priority list and they want to do it differently. And so I just really want them to just see me doing that. So I want them to see that I'm very in touch with who I am and what I need. And I openly can ask for what I need, both from Jeremiah and from them and from, you know, friends and family. Um, Related, I want them to see me set boundaries and stand up for myself and know that it's okay to protect what you need, even if it's not maybe what someone else might think of. I want them to see me get lit up by things that I love Mm. and feel empowered to find things that light them up. Oh, I love that so much. So that's all kind of a part of knowing themselves, I think. Yes. My next one is I want to teach my children to enjoy food and to be at least proficient home cooks. Yes. Be able to cook and feed feed themselves. Food is just one of the greatest pleasures of life and one of the most accessible, mm-hmm. I think. You totally. can you can find so much pleasure in just the simplest things that you can even find at the grocery store. And of course, being able to cook food is just a basic life skill that everyone needs, mm-hmm. even if you don't love it, even if you're not going to be an amazing home chef. And just, you know, in their future families that I hope they have, I hope they're taking equal part mm-hmm. in feeding their families and taking yeah. responsibility in that. And I just think being able to cook at home opens up a lot of appreciation of food and just a way to be creative too. So, and I think we're, 
teaching them this and I'm teaching them this by just modeling it. Of course, Mm -hmm. we cook a ton at home. They see us cooking. Um, we've involved them in cooking from a really young age, even if it was just standing at the counter Mm -hmm. in their learning tower Mm -hmm. and just watching us and kind of being a part of it. But then as soon as they're able to stirring things, cracking eggs, adding pinches of salt, all of that. Mm -hmm. And the boys are now able to, I mean, they can make their own scrambled eggs, like, you know, a quesadilla, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of that basic stuff. Um, even basically everything. I don't let them put any pans in the oven quite yet. Mm-hmm. That still seems a little tricky. <laughs> that but... big hot box just feels like <laughs> yes, a situation. Exactly. <laughs> As they get older, I'm really looking forward to taking them to more restaurants and like trying ethnic cuisines yeah. and stuff. And I just really hope to give them an appreciation and openness about food. Yeah. I think you learn a lot about culture when you can yes. appreciate food mm-hmm. similarly to travel. I want my girls to know how to quickly and willingly apologize when they're wrong or have unintentionally hurt somebody, Mm. even if they weren't wrong or didn't, you know, come at it from that angle. So I, this is not something I feel like I was modeled very well. Mm. And honestly, now as a parent, I see why it's hard to do. I see why it is hard to model because it feels like you're losing the power struggle. Right. Or that like, they're not going to learn like, yes, I might, I might've yelled, but I was right about what I, you know, so like you get caught up in all of these logistics and I have had to really work on this with Jeremiah even beforehand. Um, and then since having kids, like being willing to just be the first one to apologize, even, I feel like I was really stubborn about that for a long time. And I'm seeing this really play out. Like we're having a lot of tween struggles right now, but both of them are also willing within like an hour or so of the struggle to come to me unprompted usually and apologize for a bad attitude or apologize for a misunderstanding or something. And I feel like that, I feel very proud of that because I feel like they've seen us do it even when maybe we weren't so proud of our parenting. Mm -hmm. So that is a lesson I want them to take. I love that. That's very powerful. My next one is to stay curious. Okay. I think that staying curious is, I think it's a key to happiness, honestly. Mm -hmm. I think if you're curious, then you'll always have purpose. You'll always find ways to enjoy life because there's so much to learn and discover. Mm -hmm. I think in our culture, we put so much focus on learning something just to turn it into a job and money. Yeah. You know? Or to know it, to like collect knowledge like in a proprietary way, right? Like in a way that really takes the joy out of things. (laughs) Um, so I think, I think staying curious too also helps you engage in the real world versus like the online world only. And I think that seems more important now than ever to teach kids. I want my kids to be curious about anything and everything. And to know that even if they're an accountant or an engineer, whatever it is that they can still be passionate and curious about art or history Mm -hmm. or whatever Mm -hmm. that, you know, you don't get pigeonholed just because this is your job or your day to day, you know? I also think I'm going to kind of shoehorn another thing I want my kids to learn. I'm going to kind of get a two for one. (laughs) I I think that curious people are also compassionate people because they're curious about other people and their perspectives. And so I think that staying curious will is part of having empathy and Mm -hmm. having empathy will help them be Mm -hmm. really compassionate people. And that's really, really important for me. Uh, Kind of along those lines, I have that I would, I want them to always be learning Mm -hmm. and to know that that's normal. There is no, and I really love homeschool for that aspect because there is no, like, yes, we have schoolwork that we need to complete each day, but there's this kind of ongoing learning conversation that gets woven into our daily family life and like, you know, this week we're going on a Grand Canyon trip. So we're learning all about the Grand Canyon and social studies and it's all interwoven and it's really 
cool because they see that happening on like a family day to day level, mm-hmm. not just this is only for school. Right. You know, um, and then along with that, always being open to changing your mind when you're mm-hmm. presented with new information. Mm-hmm. I think we're seeing what happens when people are not open to that is mm-hmm. our, in our society as yes. a whole. Um, or, uh, you know, once, like you said, that curiosity, once you understand something from a different person's perspective or their story, you can't help hopefully, Mm -hmm. but to change your mind unless you're real committed to just being right. Mm -hmm. And I don't want that for them. So just, and just to see things not as black and white, you know, that there's just all this nuance. Mm -hmm. And so I try to be very intentional, even when we're, you know, when we're learning about a history thing or something, I'm like, Oh, I never knew that. That's so Mm -hmm. cool. Or like, see like model for them what it looks like to not know something and then find use your resources to figure it out or just to ask questions and be okay with the mystery of it even that that's all normal it's not like a right or wrong black or white like you said kind of a thing and not a weakness yes so many people will defend their position I think just because they're scared of seeming like they don't know and so they will just dig in or admitting that they were wrong at one point like you have to kind of do that to change your mind Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree my next one is a love of reading books and the public library naturally (laughs) yes this one does feel like naturally like food I think reading is one of the great pleasures of Mm -hmm. life and is so easily accessible and even free through the library so I just feel like this is a a gift and a skill you just take with you your whole life reading is entertaining it's educational it can give you perspective far beyond what you would experience in your life which I think goes so far in terms of being a compassionate Mm -hmm. and a curious person And then, oh my gosh, the public library. I just, the public library is truly one of the greatest public institutions and is (laughs) democracy in action. Sure is. (laughs) And what I truly hope is that no matter where my children live, if they move away, that one of the first things they will do is find the nearest library and get a public library card. You're going to go like help them set up, put their kitchen cabinets away, and then we're going to the library. Exactly. We're going to get lunch (laughs) and get your library card. I love it. And we are definitely doing this by modeling it and now Chris has become quite a reader over the past like couple oh, of years you're so rubbing yeah, off okay. so it's very cool that they're now seeing it just from both of their parents mm-hmm. Chris and I love being at the library I want to do better about talking about what I'm reading mm-hmm. I definitely think they know I'm reading mm-hmm. all the time but I would like to more often like just at the dinner table or just as we're talking like mm-hmm. oh I'm reading this really interesting book right now love it you know um but yeah definitely just getting them books and audiobooks taking them to the library all of that mm-hmm. you're doing a great job of that thank you um i want my girls to be truth tellers and truth seekers and what i mean by this is i want them to be people who are honest like on a core level again i think there's a lack of that mm-hmm. in society like just honest in their relationships in their professional mm-hmm. pursuits like not trying to always game the system, Mm -hmm. not trying to, you know, just being able to be direct with other people, but Mm -hmm. in a kind way, but also unafraid to just tell the truth and find out the truth about difficult things. You Mm -hmm. know, I think about history in general and how much we don't engage with because it's uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. you know? And I just think that I am like a hopefully setting an example of a, you know, kind of ruthless truth teller. Mm -hmm. And I will lean into some of those more uncomfortable things. And I hope that they, they're just learning that, that you can be, you know, we push with them a lot, even just in conversations about like, just say it, just tell Mm -hmm. me how you feel. It's okay. You're Mm -hmm. not in trouble. Like 
it's better to just get it out, you yeah. know, just really kind of trying to teach that them that super explicitly, because I think again, and again with women, it's like, be nice. Don't ruffle feathers. Right. Don't. And I'm just, in case you haven't picked up on a theme, I'm racing. I'm hoping to raise some feisty independent ladies yes. here. So yes, that is something super important to me. And I, and I think you are, I think you are, I think you are going to much to that. my own chagrin when they practice <laughs> right. that on me. Yes. Yeah. For my last one, I hope that from me, my children learn to have a sense of humor. Yes. Life is just better when you laugh. There's so much to laugh about. Mm -hmm. And life is ridiculous and weird and funny. And even sometimes when it's really, really hard, if you can find a way to laugh, Mm -hmm. that sometimes is the only thing you have to Mm -hmm. just kind of get through, you know? So... Um, I love how much we laugh in our family. We just love to joke around laughing with each other and at ourselves. Something that has happened recently that the boys love is at the dinner table. Chris will tell these embarrassing stories of his misadventures over the years, like from his youth or whatever, you know, when he was like trying to impress a pretty girl and, you know, did something dumb or whatever it is. Um, and he has surprisingly many very embarrassing okay. stories. All like right. He was an awkward kid, huh? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, just, you know, learning to laugh at yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I have just been loving the family jokes and funny family stories that we already have. Yes. And just so looking forward to like, as Maeve is bigger and the boys are bigger, just all those, all the like family the, laughter yeah, and jokes that totally. we're going to have. I love that. My last one kind of goes along with some other things, but I guess it's, I'm thinking of it a little differently and that is to be confident and take up space. Mm. Um, and there's a lot that I think about in encompassed in this, but number one is like to worry about themselves and what they have control over, like be who you are fully and quit worrying about what everybody thinks, what everybody else is doing, what, you know, who gave you permission, like just Mm. being yourself fully, um, And realizing that nobody has to give you permission to do what you're passionate about or to be who you are in your own body or wear what you like or, you know, make your own choices and have your own style. And then as a part of that, I think to never put up with disrespect for yourself or those you love, Mm -hmm. that that is a deal breaker, um, that you you don't have to put up with that. You don't have to, no matter who it is, if it's for me, if it's for one day, if it's, you know, and that goes along with setting boundaries. It goes along with just not taking on other people's garbage. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. I feel like that's like kind of a roundabout thing, but it's this idea of like taking up space, but also like creating for yourself, not a bubble, mm-hmm. but like a, no, this is a no fly zone. Yeah. Like this is what I am in charge of. Mm-hmm. I'm the boss around here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get to decide what I allow in, what I don't, and to feel empowered to do that. That it's yeah. not like I got to wait and see what my friend thinks. Right. You know, we, um, Vanessa has this event coming up for gymnastics and they're wearing like sparkly dresses or whatever. And I got her two and she wanted to take a picture and send them to her friends and see what their opinion was or whatever. And she hadn't even tried them on yet. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, but how about you try them on and you decide what you think first, you know, just really trying to model that. Like it's okay to get friends opinions, but what if they tell you they really like one and it's really itchy and they don't know that and Mm -hmm. it's not very comfortable. So you decide what you are okay with first. Mm -hmm. And then if you still are like, Oh, I like them both, you know, maybe help me choose just so that she gets this, idea to listen to herself first yeah and that's the biggest thing I love that okay as a fun bonus what is something silly maybe a habit or a way of doing things whatever you want it to be that you hope your child doesn't learn both from (laughs) you 
and from your spouse. Okay. Should we share the ones from us first and then our spouses? Okay. From me, (laughs) I am incapable of remembering the names of songs, words to a song or who sang a song. It is caring about it. Yes, really. (laughs) (laughs) And I do like music to a point. I do appreciate music, but yeah, I just do not have the mind for it. Like, I just really feel like that part of my mind. Yeah doesn't exist is undeveloped other things (laughs) I guess so so anyway I but it can be annoying because if I'm trying to even talk about a song or remember a Mm -hmm. song I just have no capability to even (laughs) recall anything I don't even know what decade that was recorded (laughs) no I know nothing so I hope I do not pass that down to them Chris is a great musician and has a you know a mind for music so anyway hopefully they will get that from him (laughs) I like that Mine is my propensity to leave my stuff everywhere. Oh, really? And I am admittedly and very hypocritically the only one in my house who's allowed oh to do gosh. that. Yes. Like I will snap at any other uh-huh. of my three family members, including the dogs. Oh my god! Like if the dog's toys are everywhere, I'm like, oh, all these toys and put them away so fast. Or ask the girls to put the dog's toys away, but I can leave my shoes wherever. (laughs) If I leave a little stack of papers out, it's because I need it. Right. Like I fully admit I am a giant hypocrite (laughs) at this. And I definitely grew up in a household where like everybody kind of did until my mom had enough. Mm -hmm. And so I have not internalized that habit. So I was like, no, we're not doing that, but I still do it. So (laughs) that's really, I hope that they also clean up after themselves. Okay. Okay. What I hope our kids do not learn from Chris is doing things 110%, like beyond fully committing to the point that you can make good things actually bad for you. (laughs) Now this is horrible. Chris, you've made this really good thing horrible. Has this unfortunate trait of taking <laughs> these things that either are good for him, like health wise, or that he enjoys doing, and he will just, it's like tightening a screw, just a quarter turn yeah. too much. Yeah. You know? It's become too much. <laughs> yeah. So I hope they can learn just a healthy dose of moderation <laughs> and just in their hobbies. You don't have to go 110%. I love that. Mine is just, I mean, the disgusting habit of touching everything with sticky hands. Oh, still. And I think he's never going to change. He's never going to change. And now it, it really is to the point where all three of us are kind of on him about it. Calling him they out. will open the fridge or something and be like, Daddy! Like, just gross. Like, it's so gross. So I'm really hoping they, like, just wash your hands. Right. Just wash your hands. If they're already disgusted, then yeah, that's a good I'm hoping, sign that but they will is, not adopt that yeah, habit. Oh, my situation. gosh. Jeremiah, get it together. Get it together, Winnie the Pooh. All right. What are you currently obsessed with? Okay. I have something that I love that I've been using for quite a while and it was actually gifted to me by a local listener. Oh, how nice. I know. I don't remember if I told you this or not, but I had shared maybe quite a while ago and I can't remember if it was on my blog or on the podcast that I was kind of in the market for a gym bag. Mm -hmm. Um, so I could take my stuff to Orange Theory. Sometimes I shower afterwards. And a local listener, Shawnee, reached out to me and said she had a gym bag that was in great shape that she wasn't using. And she wanted oh, to gift it to me. So, that's so nice. I know. So I got it from her. And it has been just the perfect thing. I'll link to it. It's a Vouray gym bag. It's the burner duffel bag. And it's just the right size. On Saturday mornings, I do my 6 a.m. Orange Theory class, and then I do a rinse-off shower Mm -hmm. there. So holds my toiletries, my change of clothes, my change of shoes. Love it. Has a little bag inside, you know, for my dirty, sweaty laundry. Mm -hmm. So the bag doesn't get gross. And it's just perfect. And it was a great little hand-me-down gift. So I just love love it. 
Okay, I am obsessed with my newly subscription. I haven't oh. talked about this on the podcast yet. I don't think so. This okay, doesn't maybe sound I was giving familiar. it a minute to like. Right. I feel like I've been telling everybody about it, but this is a clothing subscription rental. Okay. You do have the option to buy. Okay. But here's what I love. They are very size inclusive, number one. You can mm-hmm. find like all of the sizes. Like sizes I did not even know anthropology mm-hmm. made. Mm-hmm. Or like and they are really nice brands like that. Like anthropology, this dress I'm wearing is anthropology Ooh, dress. And I commented on your dress it's, when you, you walked did. In. Like really high quality fabrics, super nice, like everything from really casual to like a formal event. So it's kind of like rent the runway, mm-hmm. but all clothes, gotcha. jeans, you know, quality denim, whatever. And the nice part is you get to pick your six items every okay. month. So you pay, I think it's $88 a month, okay. but you get to pick your items. And then if you do want to buy them, you get them at like, you know, like thrift prices, like 50% Whoa. off or whatever. So if you find like the perfect pair of jeans, right. um, you can keep them for a discounted yeah. price or you just send it back whenever you want. It's mm-hmm. also like no late fees or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just that your subscription will come up. So you gotcha. might as well get more clothes. Right. Um, but you can like re-rent things if you loved them or whatever. What I love about this is in our climate, especially, is we just wear certain things like to death, like yes. a t-shirt or something that you would wear all year round here. Right. It's just because you can wear it all year round, it just gets like completely beat up. And then by the time the next season comes around, you're like, no, but I also wore that all fall and winter. Right. And so it doesn't even look good kind of and I'm over of, it. Sick of it. Yeah. The other thing I really like is just being able to try higher yeah. end brands without investing necessarily yes. right away. And if I think about it, I definitely was blowing about 80 bucks a month on like random target buys or mm. Amazon things that maybe weren't even that great yeah. or, you know, and that I forgot to return mm-hmm. or whatever it was. So I feel like it's a very economical way to like update your budget. So mm-hmm. it's just like in my budget mm-hmm. for clothing. Mm-hmm. Um and then the other nice thing, they have like outerwear, oh. stuff like that. So like for here where you only really need that stuff for a month or yeah. two, it's so nice to just be able to like rent a trendy jacket yeah. or whatever. So huh. I am loving it. I've been using it since I think December, okay, November, December, Ooh. and I'm loving it. Awesome. So. And what's the name again? Newly. Newly. N-U-U-L-Y. And I can link to, I think there's like all those things. There's like a friend referral link okay. or whatever. We'll put it in the show notes. So we will put that in there, but I'm I'm loving it. Awesome. One more thing I wanted to say about that, because it sounds gross to rent clothes. They like wash and dry clean everything and mend oh. anything. So if you, even if you like get it caught on the door handle and rip something, you don't have to worry about it. You wow. just send it back. Everything has come really clean yeah. and like great condition and never anything that I feel like oh that's gross I love it yeah all right I think that is all thank you so much for listening this was so great to think about what the most important things we want to pass down to our kids are I feel like it gave me a lot of perspective just to think through those things and I love how different yeah the things that we shared were and we would encourage you to do the same wishing all you moms that listen a restful and recharging mother's day and also holding space for all of you for whom we know this day brings lots of feelings find us in between episodes on instagram we're high girls next door and the show notes with links for this episode are in your podcast player and on our website girlnextdoorpodcast.com as always we love to get your emails at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com thanks so much for dropping in until next time be neighborly Okay, let's kick off. Oh, wait, my neighborhood turn. My very last thing that I hope my...
Sorry. 